This is Caleb Mellinger, physical therapist, joined today by Luke Husel, another physical therapist of mine, and Dr. Meredith. Dr. Randy Meredith is a Legends orthopedic surgeon who's fellowship trained in total joint surgery and specializes in joint replacements and sports medicine. We're delighted to have him with us. This podcast is designed to inform, educate, and empower you, the physical therapy consumer. And so today we are going to be chatting about the first week out of a total knee replacement. And uh, joined by Dr. Merritt, like we said, little fun fact, he is a East Tennessee State quarterback. And so quick question, how many total knees do you think you caused on the football field? I don't think I caused many at all. I think I was running from them more than anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might have caused them by them chasing me around. Yeah, That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Back in the day. Maybe those old linemen Back could be talking to you about some knee replacements, right? They might be right? talking to right. me about trying Good to keep me, uh, keep me in one piece. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. we're excited to have you here today. Thank you. Let's talk about pain. Okay, pain yep. control. How do you handle pain control heading into a total knee replacement? So I think uh, pain management for total knee replacements and total joints in general, I think has revolutionized what we do. Mm. That's what has really the one thing in the past 30 years that has changed significantly to allow patients to get up quicker, get home quicker, right. things. And we've gone from when I first started doing this 20 years ago, that we were keeping people in the hospital four to seven days, and now we're doing these outpatient. Right. Um, and that's pretty commonplace. So a lot of the things that we'll do for pain control is we send these people, uh, we give them pain medications and a, a slew of medications, anti-inflammatories, things like that, pre-surgery. So they'll take it the morning of their surgery, and then during the surgery, we do a pain cocktail that we place all around the knee, which is an injection that we place all around the knee during surgery that's made up of uh, five different things. Hmm. It's got pain medication, anti-inflammatory medication, antibiotic. Hmm. It's got some steroid um, and a um, um, numbing medicine, okay. okay, like marking, like you get when you go to the dentist. Right. So it numbs you up, uh, and all of those things in combination – significantly I think help to decrease pain well, one of the things that you know patients will uh, will talk about is for that that the day of surgery right and this this is what people don't know this right. is fantastic yeah. because they say look I feel great I've, we come see them to maybe help show them how to walk and then they're, yeah. they're loving it they feel yeah. great yeah. and 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 that lasts for what 24 36 hours kind of a thing sometimes maybe yeah i think in general it varies but i think in general it's anywhere from 24 hours to 72 hours yeah so you know anywhere yeah. from a little over a day to three days sure um and then it'll start to slowly start to wear off yeah um and so the first three days um usually people do pretty well and then it wears off which in the past was completely opposite the first four days was miserable um, and so now we're a lot better at that. That's how we get people home quicker. How about, so, so you know, we're, we're 24, 48 hours out from surgery. We probably got a couple ACE wraps on that leg, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, uh, we, we've, we've got uh, a moderate amount of swelling, right? Mm -hmm. We talked a little bit in that prehab episode before that this is, uh, it's a big deal to your knee. Mm -hmm. Most people are going to experience a good bit of swelling and, uh, and, and pain with this. Sure. From our side, we're saying, hey, I want you to get a lot of ice on this baby. I do want you to start doing some gentle exercises. Mm -hmm. Let's get that quad firing with some quad setting. Let's be doing a little bit of that calf stretching and hamstring stretching yeah. and working on that knee extension. Sure. 
Um, typically, you guys are going to tell them we're going to stay wrapped for about 48 hours. Is that correct? That's and, about right. And, and then, uh, you know, any any problem in your mind with that first, you know, 24 to 48 hour doing those stretches and just starting to do it? We know they're not going to, you know, be able to really get after it much, but put in that position, start moving. Truth is, that's about all we want them doing. Right. Okay. Like you said, when you start trying to do too much too quick, I think they end up with more swelling. Mm. I think they do more of a detriment to themselves than they do to help them. Right. I think it's a slow process. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to keep the ice on it as much as they can. I think it's important to keep their leg elevated when they're sitting around. Right. Do their ankle pumps and things like that. As you alluded to, I think that's what helps the most. You, you know, you, you hit something that's interesting because when, when a patient comes to Caleb and I, like let's say post-op day four, they, they think we're going to hammer them. Oh, and, man. And, and we say, look, look, look. No. We, we want to show you how to gently get this started because if you hammer it, you just cause more of the thing that's right. killing us, which is the swelling and the that's pain. Right. So, yes, we want to get you moving. That's right. But this is not like, here's a wooden stick, bite on it, we're going to hammer you. That's, that's just right. that's just foolish. That's right. Day one, you can see it in their eyes. And you, we almost have to come out and say, listen, the goal of today is yeah. that you leave feeling better than you do right, right. now. And right. then we prove that. And we prove right. that by a ton of education. Right. You know, what's too much? Patients always want to know what's too much. Being up on your feet all the time is right, too much. Right, Staying right. in one position too long is too right. much. Getting that leg extended like we talked about in the prehab episode and getting that quad turned on, that can do wonders. If right. you're walking on a flex knee, where's all that pressure going? That's right. On the knee. Right. The knee doesn't want that. Right. I tell my patients all the time, I'm like, listen, if the physical therapist, if you guys tell them you're going to do three sets of 12, that doesn't mean go do three sets of 30. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, more sometimes is not better. Absolutely. Okay? And so it can cause more swelling and more pain and things like that. You get bleeding. That's where you get, that's what becomes painful. The blood in and around all the tissues right. gets toxic. And that's what causes swelling. Okay? Right, right. So it's. And we love, we love the pain control advancement. You know, this is what's so cool about interdisciplinary care, yeah. right? We can't do medicine. Right. But the fact that your advancement and how you operate with prehabbing the knee pain and then working on it during surgery, you know, we believe in early mobilization. Well, if, if pain is so elevated and swelling so elevated that we can't mobilize, th- right. then it's detrimental. So right. the fact that, you know, we can help educate, this is what the doc did so well, and that allows us to start the process is such a blessing because we know we don't want to just let them not move. Well, and in the correct patient, right, in the correct patient, I think that's one of the things that's really helped with the outcome patient stuff because people like to be in their own homes right and i think if we can get the pain under control have them see you guys pre-op so that they know what to expect after surgery they know what to do after surgery and things like that i think it really helps them a lot so randy i want to talk to you about one of those one of those very common complaints in the uh, post-op day four in the clinic is that that soreness in that thigh around the tourniquet site Mm -hmm. Sometimes patients are just either forget or they're not aware. Hey, we, we put a tourniquet on here. Obviously, we don't want you. We can't we can't go in there if we don't right. decrease some of this bleeding. Talk a little bit about that if you could. So we still use the tourniquet in most patients just because um, it allows us to see what we're doing a little better. Right. Mm. I mean, you're not bleeding during the surgery as much. Um, it also cuts down on the amount of blood loss. And so mm-hmm. most of us, myself, I always I always drop the tourniquet before we close the wound up so that we can get any significant bleeding under control sure. and things like that to try to cut down on the bleeding. The reason some people still have a lot of bleeding and bruising and things like that is because when they wake up, 
their blood pressure goes up, mm. they get pain, it goes up, and then it, it causes more bleeding. Sure. So that's sure. one of the things that, that happens. The tourniquet pain, absolutely. The tourniquet squeezing the top of their thigh. And uh, most people do okay with that, but some people do have significant issues yeah, with yeah, that. I yeah. think if they're diabetics, they have neuropathy, things like that, I think it can be worse for them. If tissue quality is maybe a little little less than, than That's some. That's correct. Sure. There sure. are occasions where we will do a total knee without a tourniquet. Okay. Um, but that's pretty rare right now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, it's just one of those things that patients uh, – it's usually not the biggest player, but they say, hey, I'm sore up here. And you go, oh, yeah, you know, we, we right. this happens. And then and then we just tell them, hey, let's get the ice on there. You know, man, we're icing everything. One, sure. one of the commonalities that I see with the patients that do the best, they ice all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. I tell them, keep that ice on it as much as you can. Right. It's a, The one we give them from the hospital has a Velcro that goes around their knee, and I'm like, look, you can walk to the restroom with that on. Right. Okay? You can right. do it as much as you want to. You can't right. ice it too much. Right. So it's kind of the same thing. And some of the reason why I will say that some of the reason why I think they get some thigh pain too is because remember when we go into the knee, we're going through their quad muscle. Sure. Okay. And that that goes all the way up above the hip. Yeah. And so sometimes they'll get referred pain right up that quad muscle, whether it's bleeding up the muscle, whether it's bleeding around the tendon, whether it's the repair, who knows. But they will get some pain. Well, absolutely. And you can't underestimate the, the power of the brain in this whole process. They know their knee's supposed to hurt, so what's naturally going to happen? You're going to tense. That's and right. then all of a sudden you're getting this low right. tone that's, that's maintained right. on a muscle that's already traumatized. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, we really want to, you know, if we're sticking, if we're still at uh, post-op day four or five here, we want to get them in and, and kind of teach them how to calm some things down, put things in a good position, yep. get some slack off of some things, yep. get things gently moving. Um, it's not a big, as we talked about, it's not a big knee flexion or a knee bending emphasis, right? right? We wanted, we're going to do a little bit of that, but we're going to try to keep that really comfortable. We do want a fairly big knee extension emphasis sure. and, and get him in that position. And, and while we, you know, we ice in that position all the time, yeah. because that, that's uncomfortable. Uh, how, how about this one? There's a lot of times, you know, patients are very swollen and sitting in a knee extension position is, imp- is pretty darn, is much more painful than the knee flexion typically. Correct. And uh, in your mind, is that just because of swelling and joint pressure there? Well, it's two things. One, what happens is a lot of people will sit around with their knee bent slightly. They'll sit around with their knee bent 25, 30 degrees. And the reason that they do that is because that's when your capsule is the most relaxed. So it's not as much pressure on the knee to sit around. The problem when they do that is if they get bleeding and swelling inside of the knee, it can swell up more. So now when they try to go into full extension or they try to go into full flexion, it's too it's too tight. Right. And so they have a harder time getting it there. Right. Which is why we really harp on not sitting around with it prolonged bent 30, 40 degrees. Oh absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Nothing behind the knee. Right. We harp on right. that. So there's lots of reasons for that, but that's the main reason because the capsule can swell up a little bit more if they sit around with the yeah. knee at that angle. Yeah, important to know for, for these patients, hey, this knee extension, this knee straight position is critical. And, 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 it's, and it's difficult, but as you stay with it, it gets better. You know, the swelling goes down. That's right. Last thing maybe, maybe Caleb, is before we move on to the next episode, which is kind of from day 7 to day 14, gotcha. right? Oftentimes guys are going to come back and see you about day 14, yeah. correct? Yeah. And so... Uh, but to wrap up maybe around day five, six, and seven, sometimes what we see is they don't have too much bruising in that day four time, 
And I always tell my folks, hey, you can see that this is swollen. Don't be alarmed. It seems like I see these folks always on Fridays. Don't be alarmed when over the weekend you notice more bruising, more black and blue. Uh, and so we really see that swelling probably continuing to come up. What's, what's your peak time, Dr. Meredith, after surgery where you think that swelling is probably at the most it's going to be? before it starts to go the other way. Now, again, that I know that varies. Yeah, it completely varies. I mean, we see them back sometimes at two weeks, they're still fairly swollen. Right, okay? And some right. people, you can keep swelling after a total knee for months, sure. especially after you're doing things on it. That's right. I think peak time would probably, I would imagine, and you guys could probably know as well as I do because you yeah. see them more often than yeah. you do after surgery, but I would imagine somewhere between the 7 to 14-day yeah. mark yeah, that, that's when we get see. the most swelling. Right. And so the bleeding, the bruising, you know, Part of the problem is is that some, some people get more alarmed when their leg turns black and blue. Right. Um, but I tell people it's just where the blood is, right? If the blood's running under the skin, it gets bruised. If it stays under the fascia, you won't see it. Excellent. It'll just be swollen. Yeah. That's, and that's, so it doesn't really matter whether it's black and blue or it's just swollen. It doesn't mean there's any problems. I tell them that all the time. Yeah. It just looks worse. Right. That's what happens. Right. I tell them you can't, you can't be in the best legs contest this that's week, right. that's for that's sure. Exactly you know. exactly right. Well, and, yeah. we, and we yeah. love just being able to educate through like, hey, that's really common. That's right. You know? Um, seeing that ecchymosis or that bruising. Right. So as we wrap up, you know, we appreciate you being with us today. The, the main thing these first two weeks, understanding why pain is good and then it gets a little worse, why bruising and swelling don't seem to be quite as prominent, then they increase the importance of getting that leg straight, turning that quad on, and progressively giving time and patience to this healing process and not blitzing this knee and doing so much that you get all flared up. We appreciate your time, Dr. Mayor. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.